It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Step inside the farm and get to know some of the top prospects in the system. Through exclusive interviews, you can listen to our prospects reflect on their season and goals, share stories, and learn a little bit about who they are away from the diamond. What's up, everybody? Hey, I'm Alan Surreal. Today, I'm joined by Mets prospect Carlos Cortez. Carlos, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So, so anything going on this off season for you? Uh, yeah, playing a little bit winter ball in uh, Puerto Rico. Month, the month of December, I'll probably uh, I'll play the rest of the month out there. So, all right. So, just kind of recapping the year for you. Where where do you think you made uh, different improvements coming off of your full full of your first full season? You put up career numbers across the board. Where do you think you improved the most, and and what do you think you can work on going into next season? Um, I definitely made some strides at second, got more comfortable there, and uh, it just became easier as the season went on as I as I started playing more, and definitely need to keep improving there. Started hitting for a little bit more higher average, but other than that, I had a pretty good year. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and what's what's something where that you want to work on now going into next season? Definitely my range side to side at second, starting to get to uh, a few more balls that I wouldn't be able to get to last year yeah all right so yeah so you're just at the plate okay i got you so you're you're naturally left-handed but there are stories out there that you're able to throw both left-handed and right-handed how did that come about and were you naturally ambidextrous or is that something that you worked on being able to do technically i am naturally ambidextrous because like my motor skills are kind of like mixed but throwing wise i was just naturally lefty and my dad just kind of force it upon me to start throwing righty so you talk about your dad was was he a was he a big influence for you getting into the game of baseball i think i always kind of loved it but he was the one that kind of pushed me to be better than what i was and you know taught me everything yeah so now going back to it at what point did you realize you could actually play baseball at, at the division one level and then eventually play at the professional level at what point in your career did you say man like i can actually do this i think right around when i started turning 14 15 like right in that middle school, about to go to high school, I started getting serious knowing that I could play at a college or like at my dream school, which was kind of the number one thing. I always wanted to play at my dream school, you know, South Carolina, yeah. and then got the opportunity. I think I think right, right around 7th, 8th, freshman year, I it started becoming serious. Yeah. And in high school, you, you won the state championship in 2015, which you also pitched and you played catcher. What made you decide that your future as a baseball player was actually in the infield? It wasn't even, I don't know. I, did, I didn't think so until I got to the Mets. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was always going to be an outfielder. Yeah, I, was I got the, you. Sorry, I was an outfielder in uh, in college and didn't really, think, didn't really think about playing in the infield much. And then they drafted me as a second baseman and then they threw me out there and I was like, all right, second base it is. Yeah. And you were so you were drafted out of high school in 2016 by the Mets, but instead you honored your commitment with South Carolina. Was that a mm-hmm. hard decision for you? And do you think it actually helped you in the long run? Um, it was a hard decision, but it was definitely the best one. Um, I got to mature in college, kind of be on my own, learn how to do that first, and then really become a man, and then become independent and learn how to do that, and then to pro ball and just kind of you know stuck with that. Let that help me like learning to be, you know, on your own, 
because it's different, you know, and by yourself, it's just kind of, it's hard. It's tough. For sure. And you were also named an All-American by Perfect Game, and you played in the Perfect Game All-Star game in San Diego. Did you play with any guys that eventually made it to the majors or are even close to that level yet? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Gavin Lux, he plays second base for the uh, Dodgers. Yeah. He was there. I don't know if there's any other big leaguers, but I know there's a lot of first-rounders, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Also, being in St. Lucie this season, you had a few guys doing rehab assignments. You had Luis Avilon, you had Jed Lowry, you had Brandon Nimmo. Did, did you kind of try to pick their brains at all of just how it was to be on this level? Uh, yeah, for sure. They're they're pretty cool guys. Um, just more or less trying to get to know them, just kind of see their routines and what they do, and see what I do differently. You know, kind of pick up on that. And every now and then, just would ask them like random questions about you know. Like, Jed, I would ask him some stuff about fielding because he would be at second with me. And I'd Nemo about his approach and stuff like that. And just, just random things, you know, just kind of here and there. Yeah, definitely. And growing up, who was your favorite team? Uh, the Red Sox. And and favorite player? I never really had a favorite player. I just kind of loved the game. But definitely, if I had to choose, probably David Ortiz. I got you. Also, yeah. we 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 hear we hear about a bunch of stories about the minor leagues, about all the stories, kind of the living situations, the travel situations, and how hard they actually are. Do you have any interesting stories at all about kind of what you went through in these last in the last couple of years? Not really, man. You played St. Lucie, farthest travel is three hours, so you get to live in nice nice little condo slash apartment in St. Lucie. So I don't know. I don't I don't really have any crazy stories. Yeah. And what do you enjoy doing, like, off the field? Like, when you're not playing, when you have a couple of days off, do you like golf? Do you bowl? Do you play video games? Like, what is it that you do? Uh, I play a lot of video games. What do you play? I used to play Fortnite. Now they, don't, now they got the new map and stuff. I don't really like it. So I'm back. I play COD now, the new COD, which is fun. MLB The Show, I play that, too. That's fun. That's about it, yeah. Do you ever create yourself in, in MLB The Show? Uh, yeah, when I was younger, yeah. <laughs> That's what I always used to do. Road to the show and create them and make it to the big leagues. Yeah, for sure. And also, when you wait, when you talk about making it to the big leagues, what's one thing that you're kind of expecting, or just what do you think you can improve on to eventually make that make that leap? And what do you think a part of your game do you think can actually translate right now to the major league level? Um, I think offensively, I can I could definitely play at the next level. Definitely got to make some improvements to be successful there, but um. To get there defensively, I got to make a lot more stride and keep working hard at uh at second and just getting balls, getting range, getting balls that I couldn't get to before and making the easy plays like you should all the time, you know, and getting to some of the balls that, like I said, I couldn't get to before. And now kind of going into like more lighthearted side of, of, of things, if you could face any pitcher in the bigs right now, who would it be and why? And you can take your time answering. Um, I don't know. Never really thought about it. So you've got nothing for that one? Uh, I'll go like Max Scherzer. That would be a cool guy to why? try and get a hit off of. I got you. And uh, and also, just another question for you. We obviously see a lot of guys pimping home runs, bat flips, celebrating. You see pitchers celebrating after a strikeout. What's your take on this whole celebration culture now that we're seeing? And, and, and how do you feel about it? Games for the fans, man. If there's no fans, there's no game. So celebration, everyone likes the celebration. Everyone wants to see home runs and bat flips, you know, and uh, fans love strikeouts and home runs, so if we're celebrating after hitting a home run or striking out, or pitcher celebrates after striking me out, then whatever. He got me, you know, yeah, got the best of me. Yeah, definitely. And also, the my, my last question for you, 
what's one thing that you want Mets fans to know about you that they probably don't know about you? Um, I don't know. That's a hard question. Uh, I'm a genuine guy, real family man. Love my family. Do anything for my family. It comes before anything, I guess. <laughs> nice. And 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 what and what can they expect from you as as Carlos Cortez, the player? Uh, I'm gonna give my all every day. Every day I go out there, I'll give 100. percent Cool, cool. Well, there you have it. Thank you, Carlos, for your time today. Best of luck this offseason and, and going forward into next season. Hoping you can uh, continue making those strides and eventually make it over here to the show. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to join us next time on the Mets Farm Report podcast.